0: i I got this all right all right i hope i got everything lined up oh my goodness well hello everyone welcome to the sandwich corner a subsidiary of the sandwich show so good to see you all again oh i should go over here and um yeah how are you doing everybody i'm i'm my name's dave medina you know me as davey's eating a sandwich on all, all these social media platforms and tonight we are here on YouTube and also on your on your podcast player of choice to talk about the um, the college football the, the football weekend that was and the Ryder Cup and so tonight we'll be joined by Just John uh, Andy um, is on assignment uh, doing the thing at work and everything else but uh, uh, he says he could pop in so which, which is pretty which is cool so we're, we're ready to we're ready to take him in um, if he does want to po- parachute in at some point later in the program so. Uh, but in the meanwhile, we're going to get into all the results from from this past weekend and then we'll preview what's coming up too. So, really a uh, really good week. Good week in, in sports. Good week in college football, some good games, good week in the NFL, some good games. And uh surprising amount of juice at the Ryder Cup where they with, with the US had a big rally on Sunday which which came up which came up short, but pretty good stuff. So, let's go ahead and introduce our for, our guest of the evening. And, of course, he's our good friend. We've known him for a long time. Let's say hello once again to our good friend John in Connecticut. John, great to have you back. How's it going tonight?
1: What's up, Dave? Uh, (laughs) Doing well. We got um, weekday football. I saw a post on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, like starting tonight to like the day before Thanksgiving. There's like 49 straight days of football, whether it be an FBS or an NFL game. So you really can't get much better than that in terms of you know betting or just watching the games or anything really. I mean, for people who like football season, it's this is this is a great great time of year. You throw in the MLB playoffs in the mix. You got the NHL and NBA starting soon. So great, great time for, for sports.
0: Yeah, very. You're absolutely right. And um, we mentioned yeah. And then speaking of the postseason, we already have some. We already have a couple of postseason clinchers in the wildcard round so we had the um the rangers clinch in a very surprising two nothing sweep over tampa bay i wasn't even going to bring that up but it's like it's a good segue and then the twins finally win a playoff series for the first time in i saw 19 years it's been close to two decades which is kind of nuts but not really when you think about how they played the yankees a lot of those times so about i'm glad for them anyway yeah th- thanks john like um are you are you into the postseason at all? Are you following any of the teams? Any any predictions on your end?
1: Yeah, no predictions. Um I haven't I'm like a uh postseason fan only, I guess you could call me a baseball. I don't really follow it through the regular season, so I'm not gonna give you any predictions. I have been watching some of the games because like, 'cause they're on during the afternoon, which is which is nice. So
0: yeah.
1: um it was pretty cool to see the twins finally break their streak and, and um win a playoff series and that's kinda of suck for the Rays. Like they had a, what, like a ninety eight win season and like two games. It's like, oh, you're gone. But hey, that's <laughs> the postseason. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's just like a team going, you know, thirteen and three in the NFL and you're losing the first round. Yeah, hey, that's how it goes. So
0: Yeah. It's I'm really it's a very disappointing like elimination. The Rays really were good. Like it's I don't think the Texas Rangers are that good. I, I just think they had a nice series, but the pitching was so much better on Tampa Bay. That so we're gonna see how that carries over. Maybe maybe they get hot at the right time. You know, that's just, lot, that's just big, like uh,
1: the Phillies last year out of nowhere, they made the, the World Series. So who knows? Yeah,
0: definitely. So the big teams are on are on a bye. They're all so it's funny that the baseball now has buys too. Like it's it's funny that baseball has buys, but so the top team the teams that win the division have buys, they'll they'll play next week. Or maybe not even next week, maybe even this weekend they'll they'll play. Um so it's about a week off, but not a complete week pretty good phillies are scoreless in their game brewers are up 2 one trying to fight off elimination themselves in milwaukee so we'll see um let's talk about last week's action so yeah we're gonna spend just a little bit of time on football tonight and then we're gonna because we want to spend a good amount of time on the Ryder cup and, and all the juice there um and the european continued dominance on their home feet on their on their turf we'll get into that in a little bit but first let's get to college football last weekend's action pretty good um Get, first of all, big big round of applause to Andy and yourself for calling the Utah game. Like we saw that coming, not only the under, but like this the idea of Oregon State winning, like they very much did. And honestly, Utah just never seemed like they were in it. But aside from that, I mean it's a really good weekend, uh, John. I'll give it to you for the recap.
1: Yeah, we did call that on um, the Friday night games. Oregon State coming off a loss, Utah still struggling on offense without Cam Rising. Like I don't even know if he's going to play the rest of the year. I think. You know, they're past the point now where, like, he could kick a red shirt, I think, and, you know, play again next season. I don't know the whole eligibility regarding that, but I know you have to play a minimum of, like, four games. That's why you see a lot of guys, they play their four games, and then they, like, they transfer in the middle of the season. That's what the portal's done these days, but um, you could see that happening. And, yeah, Utah, I mean, their defense is great. They only gave up, what, like, 20 points? I mean, usually in, you know, this day and age of college football, that's good enough to win, but – um, you know, Oregon State had some explosive plays and, and won. So that we we nailed that one. Um, as for the that was pretty much the only notable weekday game. I mean, there was other action going on. Um, the The Jacksonville State Sam Houston game was crazy last week. It was like twenty eight seven in the fourth quarter. I believe Sam Houston was winning, and somehow Jacksonville State came back and won. So we're going to get used to seeing these Conference USA teams as we have two games tonight. Uh, in, in action. Um I don't know if you have any any wagers going on, Dave, with any of these two games. Um, um
0: I don't, but uh okay. definitely but it was I, was I did think there was kind of some juice there. I did think that there's some, some angles. There's a little bit of juice. Yeah, yeah
1: for sure. Yeah. Well there'll be there'll be Tuesdays and Wednesdays for now until Thanksgiving. Well first it's USA and then action obviously next month. Yeah. But, um yeah back to the recap. So I didn't see the USC Colorado game. I was just kind of following the score. So maybe you can kind of give us a better well analysis. Or did you? Or I did hate you to say it, but it I
0: wasn't able to see it. It was early. It was early, but I was also out of town, yeah. so it was gonna be. It was gonna. I knew it was gonna be tough, but it was a really exciting finish. And I saw that you know Colorado gave it everything in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Really impressive effort.
1: Yeah, I mean, you knew they were going to kind of bounce back after that Oregon debacle, and just the way the USC defense plays. I mean, you knew Sanders was going to hit some some explosive plays and have some success. And, yeah, USC won, but, like, it's just another example to me of, like, why USC is not going to win the national championship. They can't with that defense. I just don't see it happening. I don't know if you agree, Dave, you think Caleb Williams can kind of cover everything. No, I
0: agree. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, no, absolutely. I mean,
1: it's fun for now, but like they got to play, they got to play some tough teams in the Pac-12, as we've seen. I mean, yeah, they could easily take a couple losses here, and and that'll knock them out of contention. So, kind of the same old thing with Lincoln Riley and his defense just can't can't get it done. Um, let's see here, Clemson had a really good effort. I was kind of disappointed in this game. I picked Syracuse, and they they laid a, a complete egg. So nice job from Clemson after the um, kind of disappointing, you know, almost like a choke really against Florida State, which we talked about, they should have won. And they uh, they get the win there and bounce back. Um, Michigan just destroys Nebraska. Michigan, You know, Jim Harbaugh comes back to the sidelines and their offense gets a boost. We'll see what happens. I mean, the Big Ten is really just like three teams. We talked about it before the season, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. So really nothing matters in the Big Ten until we see these those three teams play each other. Um, it's interesting. They have the divisions this year, so there's some team that's going to win the West division again, which is such horse Like, the West division is bad, bad again. Um, made even worse by the fact that uh, Cade McNamara just, you know, is out for the year for Iowa, so they, they don't even have a quarterback again. So Iowa Unders are, are, if they weren't back before, they're officially back now. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, so that I don't know who's going to win that win that division, but yeah, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. That's that's the three teams that to only care about in the, in the Big 10. Um Kansas and Texas was kind of a I wouldn't say it was disappointing because I don't think anyone really thought Kansas was going to win, but um I think a lot of people thought their offense was going to do better and Texas's defense was really really impressive only um only giving up 14 points to that pretty potent Kansas offense. Now, granted, they did have the backup that Daniels ended up not playing, but still, I mean, it, their backup has proven to be pretty capable. So um, Texas holding them to only 14 points was really impressive. And that sets up the to the game of the week this week, uh, Texas and Oklahoma. I'm sure we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Oklahoma had an easy win over uh, over Iowa State by, by 30 points. So I, I kind of thought maybe each team might have had a little bit of a look-ahead scenario, but... They just took care of business. So good mm-hmm. job out of them. Um, the crazy comeback of the day was Baylor against UCF. I mean, what a what an unbelievable game this was. Like UCF was winning 35 to 7 yep. in the second half, and Baylor came back to win. 36-35. There was like a fumble return touchdown. Um, it just everything that went wrong, you know, could have gone wrong wrong, went wrong for UCF. So tough way for them to start their Big 12 um 10 year with with two losses we'll see if they can uh get off the schneid against Kansas this upcoming week but yeah that, that was a tough way for them to yeah. to go down um Georgia barely gets by Auburn you know Auburn very tough on the on at home um really without much of an offense either so Georgia's <laughs> right. just kind of hanging around like just kind of barely beating these teams they're, they're clearly not the same team as they were last year for the last couple of years and, and you know it makes sense i mean they basically lost their so many defensive players to the NFL and frankly uh Carson Beck is not quite as good as Stetson Bennett right now. He might be in the future but right now he's just not there. So this is kind of how Georgia's going to have to have to win these games. Um but hey, they get the win, they stay, you know, they stay up there in, in the polls and um it's, you know, it's they're going to move on to the next week, but uh we'll see if this comes back to haunt them with their, their if they're playing with fire like this every week it's just not going to not going to work out for them by the end of the year the other sec game that was pretty high profile was lsu and Ole miss lsu cannot stop anybody on defense i mean this was just a complete shootout they had a 49 40 lead in the fourth quarter and they couldn't hang on to it Ole miss gets the last two scores of the game to win 55 49 and lsu already has two losses this season so i mean what we know about the college football playoff they're pretty much out of it because no team with two losses has ever made the college football playoff, um, and I don't know, I don't think that'll change this year. So even if they end up running the table and winning the SEC, they could still win the division because it's only one SEC loss, and there's there's a lot more at play. But just have a hard time seeing them um, getting into the college football playoff. But they might even take some more losses with how bad their defense is. I mean, at Missouri coming up is a tricky game. I mean, they they're, yeah. their defense is just hemorrhaging. You know points and yards, and um, that that'll be that'll be tricky a tricky spot for LSU. So you know, I, you know they'll probably take another loss or two before the end of the year. and We don't even have to have that discussion. Um, and then the kind of the primetime game was Notre Dame and Duke, and you really thought Duke had this in the bag. Yeah, you know up late fourteen to thirteen, and they were just teeing off on Sam Hartman like the entire game, the entire second half, and then on the The play which is going to clinch the game for you. I mean, we've seen this so many times in the NFL and now in college football. They they drop to the three man rush, and they let Hartman run, you know, 17 yards for fourth on a fourth down, fourth and 16. They end up getting a touchdown, and then for betters, they they convert the two point conversion too to cover the spread. (laughs) So rough, rough times if you bet. (laughs) Yeah, rough times if you bet Duke there in that spot. Mm. Um, Under came home easily, but you had Duke there, um, condolences. I, I stayed away from, from the spread on that one, but, um, yeah, that was rough, but Hey, Notre Dame, I mean, their defense continues to play extremely well and they just, they pulled that one out of the bag. So they're kind of hanging around here with the one loss. I mean, they're going to be the biggest Ohio state fan going forward on, um, because the more Ohio Ohio state wins, obviously that's going to help. Um, that's going to help their resume even more. Um, so that that's what the that's what the Irish want the rest of the season. Um, so yeah, those are kind of all the big games of the week. I don't know if you had any thoughts, Dave, or any other games you wanted to discuss. But those are kind of the um, like the the high the high level games that kind of everybody was, was yeah. focusing
0: on. Oh, absolutely. I I think I mean you had all the notes. Like it was really I I couldn't add a whole lot to that. But I did see that I did see that I did see that comeback by. Um, I did see that comeback in the UCF game. That was just yeah. bananas. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow, Baylor just roaring back. And you know, people. I was just thinking about like, what would the perspective of someone who had, who had UCF in that game. I think the spread was eleven, or was it eight? I forgot what it was. Well, I think it, it was
1: eleven, like earlier in the week, and then it, it went down to eight. So okay. there must have been some movement with injuries or whatnot. But Plumlee is still out too. So yeah, um, which kind of made it. Maybe why that's why the line went down, um, but still, to even have them like in a money line parlay, you're sitting there counting it's like thirty five to seven yeah. like, in the, late in the third quarter and just pretty pretty bad collapse there by UCF. But hey, this is they're not playing Tulsa anymore. Like yeah. I know Baylor's not a great team, <laughs> but it's, it's still a Big Twelve. It's still a step up in competition for them, so we'll have to yeah. have to get used
0: to that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It, it's it was it was wild, that's for sure. Um, and you're right about LSU too. Like I. That's a bad prediction because I predicted them to make the playoff and I don't think that's happening.
1: Yeah, I think I did too. Oh and man. We were all in on LSU before oh, the year. I mean, they're clearly talented on offense. Yeah. I mean, Jay and Daniels and, and those receivers they have, and they could put up points on anybody, but I, no one thought their defense would be this bad. I mean, it is brutal. If you look at yeah. the advanced metrics, like they're in the hundreds in almost every single category. They can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. They, they're bad in the red zone like they're they're not good at anything so i don't know what they can do to to fix it and it's not like they have bad players either so this is it seems like a coaching thing to me i think yeah
0: i think that's very fair like we kind of felt the same way about oklahoma for years during the lincoln riley era and now you see the same thing at usc it's like it's kind of not a coincidence it's not a coincidence
1: yeah Yeah, absolutely
0: Absolutely. So, um, nothing more to add as far as this last week's action. Really great stuff, though, John. Thank you very much for your recap. Let's look ahead. Let's see what we got this weekend. Um, Some good ones. As you mentioned at the very top of this, we have the... Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. We have Kansas State, Oklahoma State, which is actually a pretty big game. Actually, this is a big game for both teams. Kansas State coming off a bye. I think it's a really good show-me game for both both programs. So, that will be a good one on ESPN. Definitely check. Even though they're both unranked, I think both teams can make noise... And the Big 12 the rest of the season, so I'm really looking forward to that one on Friday evening. On Saturday, we kick off with two biggies. I mean, the Red River Game, Oklahoma versus Texas, number 12 Oklahoma, number three Texas. Dallas Cotton Bowl, that old stadium still got it with for this game. I mean, it's always been a good game, and I'm, I'm very excited about this one. Um, that spread is really tricky, six and a half. I mean, I don't, I couldn't tell you which way to lean on that. Because Texas definitely looked really good against uh, Kansas. But at the same time, this is a great big rivalry. You just never know. Over and was 59 and a half for that same game. I like the over, but, you know, maybe it's a trap. I don't know. But it, it does look like the over would make a lot of sense because that number seems to be down from what it usually is. So I feel like the over would, would have a real shot. Um, so next game, uh, number 23, LSU versus number 21, Missouri. Huge game for both teams. Um, as you mentioned, John, like LSU needs this one to stay alive for any kind of serious bowl contention and for missouri i think they want this game to build off of the win they had recently um i forget who it was against but it was a few weeks ago well, it was
1: kansas state they had like that 60 yard field goal yes Time expired yes that was it yeah that was the
0: one so so it's a big it's a big it's a big matchup i mean i mean there was one point where eli drinkwitz was on, on the verge of getting was getting eliminated, getting fired so to go from that to beating LSU would be a huge win for Missouri. This is a huge game, huge game on ESPN at noon. Um, get those YouTube four screens or whatever multiple screens you, if you can if you have that option. Um, 330, there's no real reason to put this here, but number 11 Alabama versus Texas A&M. I mean, it has often been a good game. I I mean, you're talking about two disappointing programs right now. Like, just at least their seasons are disappointing. Like, this is certainly going to be a great showcase of two teams that... Really wish they were better than they were. Um, that's a 3.30 on, ESPN, on CBS. Number 20, Kentucky versus number 1, Georgia. 7 o'clock on ESPN. I mean, this is probably the biggest game of the week because Kentucky's been off to an undefeated start. They are looking very, very good. Their defense has looked pretty good. Georgia, on the other hand, has been lackluster in every possible way, particularly on offense. I am very curious to see if they're going to continue to be struggling in this game or will they finally have a a dominant victory here against the Wildcats? I mean, this is a really tough this is a really tough call. And I got to go look at the line for this, John, if you have it, but feel free to share, but um I don't I can't imagine it's more than 10.
1: I have to think or it's Kentucky like talking in Georgia. I yeah. think I saw -14 and a half for Georgia. Oh,
0: 14. Oh my goodness. Okay. we are going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> number 10 <laughs> Notre Dame will play number 25 Louisville at 7:30 on ABC. But even though that's technically the bigger game for 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 the ABC family, the ESPN family, and networks purposes, it does seem to me that the Kentucky Georgia game is a bigger game. Um, Arizona versus USC will be the nightcap for Pac-12 after dark on ESPN, ten thirty Eastern. USC is ranked number nine in the nation. Like you said, John, they're fortunate to be even that high. I I think it's only a matter of time. And I do have a follow up question. Um... Who of the top of the undefeated teams in the top ten are going to lose first? That's kind of my thought. Like, I wonder who of these teams is going to lose first because I I know someone is because USC is really lucky to be undefeated right now. Really lucky. Like they've had a couple of games that just haven't looked that great. So
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think any of those Pac-12 teams will lose first because they're all going to play each other. Right. Um, so that that would be my guess for sure. I'd have to look at honestly. I don't even pay attention to the rankings, so I have to look at. Like, who exactly is in the top 10?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, my guess would be, like, I'm sure Oregon, Washington, and USC are all in the top 10. I would say one of those three teams are, are going to lose first.
0: Yeah. Well, I, we definitely know that Oregon and Washington are going to lose a, a game because they're playing they play each, other. each other. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. Week, yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, so, we
0: know at least one of them will lose, I guess. But, yeah, good call. So, uh, yeah, what's your, what's your thought about this week's action?
1: Yeah, decent schedule in terms of kind of the high-profile um, games. Yeah, I mean – Oklahoma State is pretty, pretty disappointing so far this season, but, um, you know, it's a Friday night game, the The fans will be kind of into it, like it'll be a good atmosphere. So
0: anything can happen in,
1: in Big 12 um, on a Friday night game, you definitely would make Oklahoma, I'm sorry, Kansas State a pretty, pretty good favor in this matchup. But hey, you know, like I said, anything can happen, you know, when you're like a home underdog and, and whatnot. So um, yeah, that should be good. Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, I haven't – like, I shouldn't say I haven't been impressed with Oklahoma. They've had some really good performances, but, I mean, the competition hasn't been great. Like, uh, Tulsa with, like, their backups, um, you know, Butch Jones and Arkansas State was 73 to nothing, uh, and he was crying on the sidelines. And strangely enough, like, they put in a new quarterback, and they look like they can't lose. Like, they're scoring 50 points a week with a new quarterback. So, I guess that's all it took. They put in, like, this freshman. And they, look, they look amazing. Now, who would have thought? Um, but regardless, um, I've been more impressed with Texas's performances. Obviously they had that win over Alabama. I know Alabama it's not your classic Alabama team, but still I mean Alabama is you know, it's probably the best best win that anybody has this year in college football at Alabama. Uh, their defense has just been fantastic and uh, Quinn yours has played has played really well. Um, I guess their only weakness so far is kind of in their rushing attack, but I would definitely favor Texas in this game. And as to your point, over or under, I would say under, I think. Because like I said, the Texas defense has been really good. And so has Oklahoma State, Oklahoma's defense, really. I mean, if you look at kind of what they've given up, it's just like 20 points to Iowa State. Um, They shut out Arkansas State, 11 points to SMU, six points to Cincinnati. I mean, I get it. Those aren't unbelievable offenses, but to hit like a over 57, like both teams have to get into the thirties and I'm just not seeing it for, for for these two. So my lean would be to the under, um, in this matchup. So should be a really good game. Uh, I'll say Texas to win by like a touchdown. So if I had to play it, I'd go Texas, uh, minus the six and a half, but not like a hundred percent confident on it. I actually kind of like the under more than the side. I think this will be like a 27 to 20 kind of game, so I like Texas, and, and that would be my prediction. Um, yeah, this is huge for LSU, as you mentioned, Dave. I mean, can they bounce back off the mat and and get up to go play at Missouri? I don't know. This is this is really tough. Like Missouri's catching five and a half points here. I mean, the last time LSU lost a game, they they handled their business uh, for a few more games after that. Um, After they lost to Florida State, they were on a winning streak until this last game. But, you know, some of those games were close calls too. So – and Missouri is definitely talented. I mean, they have Brady Cook, who's had an okay season, and they have some explosive players. I mean, Luther Burden's one of the better receivers in the country that probably no one really doesn't, you know, know about outside of, like, the SEC country. So this will be a tough game. Like, if if I have to choose, like, I'm going to take the home dog, getting points, because you know with LSU's – you know – Thirteen points or twelve points late in the game, like that defense, the back door is going to be pretty wide open. So, give me until until otherwise, like bet the over on LSU games, and I'll take the points with with Missouri in this game. Um, and then you got those two other SEC games. I have no idea what to do with Kentucky and Georgia. I'm just going to try to get some more data on Georgia. Maybe they're just kind of like going through the motions because the opponents haven't been that great. Like I don't know. We'll see what they yeah. do here between the you would figure they're going to give a better effort at home at night like between the hedges like come on like the, this is a game where they're, they they show up and give their give their best effort I mean I know Kentucky just had a really good win over Florida but they really hadn't shown much of anything their schedule was a joke before that so we didn't know what kind of team they are I mean they had it was a really good performance last week but we still need to see more from them um, going forward so this will be a good test for both teams but I think Georgia is. You know, they're, they're going to win this game. It's just a matter of, are they going to be dominant? Um oh, yeah. And that, I don't, I can't answer. Um, the Alabama A&M game, this is an interesting one. Uh, I see the spread is Alabama minus one and a half. So, that, this is like, that's like your trap line of all trap lines right there. Like, they're just kind of begging you to take Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> um, A&M, their new offense with Petrino has been impressive. You have to say... Uh, he's, he's done what they brought him in to do. They even lost Connor Wegman and they still had performed pretty well with, with, uh, Max Johnson. So you got to think about this one. Like I think everyone might be jumping on Bama, but it might, it might be an A&M play here with, with, with the home dog. I mean, they almost beat them last year and there was a shell of, of what they are this year. And you would say Bama's kind of regressed a little bit too. So this is, this is an interesting game. Um, and you know, you know, for to get another loss in the SEC, that would be pretty brutal for for really either team um, at this point. I mean, the, the SEC West is really wide open um, between these two teams and LSU and Ole Miss. I think those are like the um, the four teams that are in contention here to to win the division. So it's gonna be a, a nice race uh, as we go down the stretch. Um, Notre Dame, like what? Let's put, just put them in the ACC. Like they're playing an ACC team every week at this <laughs> point. Like, yeah. I mean, I know they're in there in basketball, so it's just it's bullshit. Like they could get this exemption. They have to play like so many ACC teams in football. Whatever. Um, Louisville. I mean, they they played well this year under um, Brom, their new coach. Uh, if you watched the NC State game last week, it wasn't pretty but they got the job done. Um, Jack Plummer threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen (laughs) down by the red zone, but um, they ended up winning 13, 10. I I think Notre Dame is probably just a little too physical right now on the lines for Louisville. And that's, they're kind of still, you know, building that out with a new coach. I mean, they have some good skill players, but I think, I think Notre Dame is probably the the bet here. Even again, like they play these, these close kind of emotional games every week, but, um, it's it's only what minus six. I think Notre Dame can, can win this by a touchdown. So I'd, pr- I'd probably put them uh, for this play. And then the final game you have there on the list, um, airs I mean, see USC giving over three touchdowns, you take the points. Like I mean, what what else are you going to do in this spot? Like, um, you know, Arizona it, offense is good enough to and, put enough points to hang around.
0: Absolutely, and they did against uh, Washington last week too. Yes.
1: And that was with their backup quarterback too. Yeah. So uh you gotta see if Jaden and Dolores playing. Um, but their backup seemed okay. So yeah, you you take the points here with with uh Arizona getting 21. Um let me see if there's any other games this week I wanted to mention. I, you hit all the good ones, but let me see if there's any like under the radar games. Um to, yeah, no, there's nothing really that interesting. It's, it's honestly there's a lot of teams on on buys this week. Uh, those are starting to, to come into play because, you know, it, every team gets one buy a week throughout the year. Um, it's kind of weird, like, seeing the selection of games on, you know, ABC and ESPN because they have zero Big Ten games now.
0: Yeah, it's So weird. it's like kind
1: of – yeah, it's kind of like watered down some of the, the games they have on there on the schedule. I mean, it helps for some of these other conferences to get exposure that they haven't, but so – still, it's just kind of weird seeing, like, you know, USF and UAB is like on ESPN, too. It's like, what? Like, that's a little, <laughs> a little interesting. Um, UCF, Kansas, that should be a fun game. Probably a lot of points there. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan, Minnesota is your NBC primetime game. That's kind of brutal. Uh, Texas Tech, Baylor, those are these big 12 games. Like, that's kind of where you want to be at um, this week. Oh, and how did, we, how did we forget to mention this? I'm glad I've looked through the schedule. The Fox Primetime game. Have you seen what it is, Dave?
0: Wait, hold on. I got it. Let me go look this up. oh okay. what do we got here? Is it our? Is it our boys from I? <laughs> our boys from I? Wait, 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 hold on. Oh, I'm on the wrong week. Okay, okay. let me jump over. I need to see Ooh, yeah.
1: this. I don't know. If I don't want to see Iowa in primetime all year. Please. They no. were in primetime this
0: year. Remember <laughs> I know. Well, I'm saying
1: I don't want to see him again. In prime oh yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, look at this our boys from fresno state let's go fresno and wyoming great mountain west conference (laughs) matchup i pretty good i know if andy was here he'd be all about this game talking about this one like this is going to be great yeah um you know how can you go against like wyoming as a home dog like it's probably like statistically like you look matched up the teams wyoming's probably like the inferior play but like weird shit happens in wyoming i mean you saw it the first week with the texas tech game you know, they blocked the punt or, sorry, blocked the field goal against App State a couple of weeks ago. It's just weird things happen when you go to play there. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's great. The Mountain West gets a, a primetime game on Fox. I like, got that's, that's tremendous. So um, I am all about that. That matchup. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty much it in terms of like there are obviously, there's, like a full schedule of games, but like there's nothing other than the ones we mentioned that I want to I want to highlight.
0: No, I, I love it. I love it.
1: I will. I mean, big time props to
0: Fox for for put for taking having the, the balls to like put USC Colorado as their big noon game for a lot of reasons, the time zone differences and everything else. Yeah. That was a big score for them. What a good game that was.
1: Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, they had. I mean, they were billing it in the commercials as the game of the year, which is a little much. No, like, okay, clearly no it it not was, the game. That was, it was far from the game of the year. So let's let's pipe down on that. But. Um, you know, Colorado brings eyeballs to the TV, so I mean, they're not—I can't blame them for for making that choice. Yeah. And I did see that the Fresno, Wyoming game—it was kind of a—they do like the six-day holds on the on the TV broadcast, so it was between that and TCU, Iowa State for the Fox matchup. And instead, they sent that game to FS2, which is really interesting. I bet those fans aren't <laughs> aren't too happy about that. They could have been on Fox, but hey, oh, wow. you know what? TCU don't lose at home to West Virginia, and maybe you'd be on Fox this week. So <laughs> I mean,
0: that's the, it's it's interesting. Their FS2 to get a f- primetime game at all. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. I mean, usually, it's
1: like you know, like dirt bike racing, and you know, uh, yeah. you know, in <laughs> South America or something on FS2. Like you don't yep. get like college football on there, but.
0: Hey, hey it, you know that like you said, they had their chances. Like they had their chances. So that's um that's college in a nutshell. Let's go move ahead to hopefully a brief uh, NFL recap because I, I I mean there was a lot of juice in the NFL to be fair, but I just want to make sure we have time for the uh, for the golf stuff. Adventures of smiles. Great to see you tonight, by the way, in our chat. Welcome in. Um, so let's go look at last week's action in the NFL. I mean, I'll have to unpack. So John, I'll give it to you for the recap.
1: Yeah, another interesting week in the nfl we started with packers laying a huge egg on thursday night the lions last week that was very disappointing as a green bay fan but you know it's kind of what you have to expect like there's gonna be and ups and downs with like a really young team and a young quarterback but it really wasn't jordan loves you know fault or, or doing that they got into such a hole i mean their offensive line couldn't block anybody their defense couldn't stop anything and for some reason like they get aaron jones back but You know, Coach Lafleur like insists on calling like twelve straight pass plays to start the game, and before you know it, they're down like you know twenty to nothing. So um, that was that was rough, but you know, they're still two and two. Better times are ahead, and um, you know they'll they'll move on to uh, play the Raiders this week. So we'll see if they can get back on the winning train again. Um, On you know moving to Sunday, you had the London game early in the morning. You didn't miss it. You didn't miss much. You could gone easily gone back to bed if you if you woke up early and put this on for a few minutes because you know Desmond Ritter is just like really not an NFL quality quarterback at this point. Um the Falcons are just wasting lots of talent on their their team and on their offense with this guy in there. He's just he's just not very good. Dave, did you catch any of the Toy Story broadcasts?
0: I missed it, but uh, <laughs> it, it looked interesting, didn't it? Like I saw yes, some screencasts. It did
1: look interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I I find it I'd like to know the technology of how they, like, you know, like they instantly transferred the the players, like on the actual field, into the graphics of the Toy Story game. Because they showed the clip of the guy running back to pick six. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. But, well, like, was it wasn't in real time. Like, was there a delay? Like, I I'm, I have some questions. Um, the other two things about this were uh, Booger McFarlane was on the call. So I'm glad I didn't.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: In. So that, that was good. Yeah. Like, You imagine like of all people were the Toy Story broadcast, they couldn't bring somebody else. (laughs) They had to bring in this guy. Oh no. Um and then someone had a had a post that I I shouldn't laugh at, but it really did make me laugh. They were like, Oh, what would they do in the Toy Story game if it was like the Damar Hamlin game? Like I was like, Oh my goodness. Like you can you can kind of laugh at it because he's he's fine now, but that is that's that was just that was just crazy someone to say that. But um yeah, interesting to get I, I mean I saw like Parents of their kids were loving it, so it was definitely interesting. I don't know. We'll see if that gets any any traction for future games. Um, The big game of the early window was Buffalo just dominating Miami, and I think we called it on the show last week, Dave, that um, Buffalo was going to have a a big game because how can you not – like, okay, Miami put 70 points on Denver. Who cares? Like, Denver is just a horrible, horrible team, and, you know, they're just kind of over – overvalued after that and and buffalo just waxed them pretty good um so you know miami's certainly going to be a contender but that was a little humble pie for them um that game at buffalo um speaking of denver they did get a win over the bears in the shit bowl of year 31 28 (laughs) it's just like you know it was right there for 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 chicago to win ahead in the fourth quarter but couldn't hang on to the lead and it was just it was just a disaster. So the Bears have, have not won a game in like over a year, basically. And they continue to be the laughing stock of the NFL and will continue to be so. And we get them playing tomorrow night on Thursday night football. What's more better than that? Um, <laughs> I mean, what a what a brutal brutal Thursday night game. Yeah. Tune into something else tomorrow night for sure. <laughs> um let's see here. Uh the the team who had very low expectations coming into the year that is playing great football at the moment are the Texans. They just crushed the Steelers, thirty to six.
0: I got burned so hard. I had high hopes
1: for the Steelers in this game because I saw the injury report and the yeah. Texans had no offensive linemen. Like they're starting like all their backup offensive linemen. And you think if there's one game where the Steelers like pass rush with Watt and and all those guys could basically win the game for them, it would be this one, and they just looked awful. Uh, it was That was a bad performance. Um, but all credit to the Texans. who are a legitimate contender in the division. Um, you know, the Colts have, have shown you something with Richardson, but they're still, you know, they're an average, basically an average team. And the Titans, uh, they're kind of up and down each week. So why not the Texans? I mean, they're right there, and, and you know, Stroud has been playing great Great football, and um, D'Amico Ryan's clearly an upgrade at coach, and he, he's kind of brought over that culture from 49ers. Uh, so um, great job by Houston. We'll see if they can keep it going um, moving forward. You know, Tennessee did, did get the win over Cincinnati, but this is more about Cincinnati, just really not looking right. Burrow, again, just took a number of saps. They couldn't get the offense going. Like, I don't know if he should be out there. He's, he's clearly, like – not 100%. And, like, yeah, they gutted out the win on Monday night and it's the Rams the previous week, but what good is that if you're just kind of, you know, going back and forth on wins and losses and you're just not looking right and it just – sooner or later the season's going to get away from you and maybe you should just rest for a couple weeks and then just, you know, come back. Uh, just the offense is just not right. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Baltimore destroyed Cleveland, which isn't surprising considered – uh, Deshaun Watson missed the game at the very last minute. And it's just a mismatch with uh DTR going up against the Ravens defense. Um Minnesota got their first win somehow. Uh they had a fumble re- return against uh the Panthers to kind of uh, break the game open and held on to win by eight. Um Bryce Young clearly is gonna need a lot of reps this year. Like uh he hasn't looked, you know, he hasn't he's looked like a rookie. Um is just the easy way to say it. And um, you know the better it, the if they were to put in Dalton, he gives them the better chance to win, but obviously you need to see young develop. So it's going to be a rough year for for Carolina. I don't think Frank Reich is a, is a great play caller either. That certainly doesn't help things. Um the other exciting early game was the Eagles and the commanders. Dave, do you know why Rivera didn't go for two at the end of the game? I would win. love to know
0: that because I really thought that was an obvious decision, play, play call for me.
1: Well, his response after the game was, oh, our offense was gassed. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? So, OK, the same your offense is gassed, but yet you're going to go play another quarter against one of the best defensive lines in football when you can just do it with one play, literally one play at the end. Of the game on the road, I, I yeah,
0: just, just, yeah. So
1: he deserves to be stripped of the riverboat nickname <laughs> because <laughs> that was just like a complete, yeah. just miss complete mismanagement of like what your team is is doing in the situation of a game. And of course, they end up losing in overtime because you play another five or six minutes with the Eagles, like you're probably not going to win. Um, and that's exactly what happened. So just a, a horrible job uh, by him at the end of the game. Um, although they do play, seem to play the Eagles pretty tough every year, so which mm-hmm. is interesting, but, um, you know, they, they couldn't get it done, and they really should have gone for the two there, but it is what it is. Uh, moving on to the late action, um, Mac Jones, another guy, should be benched. Just a hideous performance against the Cowboys. Don't know what else more you can say. The Dallas defense dominates again. Um, and the Patriots have serious questions at, the, at this point. Like, I don't know where they go from here. Although I say that, and, like, it's, it's a pretty obvious, like, bounce-back spot against the Saints this weekend. But I don't know if, if you have the fortitude to place your money on, on the Patriots, but that definitely is the, the side to me anyway. Um, Arizona continued to dominate. Uh, every start, like, they put up, like, 30 points. It's just crazy how good their offense is and how efficient it is, especially with Purdy. Um, you know, not making any mistakes and just getting the ball in his playmaker's hands. It's just really impressive. And even in a loss, like Arizona just continues to compete every, every week, really been impressed with Josh Dobbs. Um Imagine if he was on some of these other teams in the NFL that like had more talent than Arizona. Like he's, he's definitely making a name for himself um as like a potential, you know, bridge starter, fringe starter, or definitely a, a really good backup um, in the NFL and then the Raiders and Chargers played your typical Raiders-Chargers game down to the wire. Coaching blunders by both sides, and um the Chargers end up with a win. Uh Aiden O'Connell started for um the Raiders because Jimmy G was out with a concussion, but uh you know he played okay, but you know, the Chargers didn't charge her enough at the end <laughs> and, and the win. Um and then the Sunday night game, I mean, you know, what more can you say about you know, Zach Wilson played really well. I hate to I have to say it. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, like that was like the worst game I've seen from the homes in a long time. I don't know if it was the Jets defense, if it was just the kind of the receivers or they're still kind of gelling with the new receivers, or maybe he was distracted by Taylor Swift in the in the skybox. But um, just he was just throwing the ball. After they got that 17-0 lead, they were just throwing the ball up left and right and they couldn't really do anything after that. And they, they hang on to the win. The officials definitely played a role at the end of the game. I mean, wouldn't you have liked to have seen Wilson get the ball back with the chance to go down the field Absolutely. and win? Like, and that, that flag on the interception like the third and 20 was, was, was garbage. So, um, you know, we'll say Wilson can play like that going forward. I mean, the jets have a chance, but how good their defense is. But again, is it going to be a consistent thing? I mean, They certainly have the right opponent for it this week in the Broncos with the worst defense in the NFL. But um, we'll see if they're back to the typical, like, 10-point game gets or if they can actually do something. Um, And then finally, Monday night, man. (laughs) The the Giants, just think about it. The Giants had (sighs) a Thursday night game for this. So they almost had, like, a bye week. They had, like, almost two weeks to prepare and they come out with that shit sandwich on uh, on Monday Night Football. That was just 11. I think the Seahawks had what eleven sacks. Like it was just, it was so so bad. I mean, last year's looking more and more like a fluke for the the Giants. And we knew the schedule would be tougher for them, but no one expected this kind of performance out of them. Um, and I guess kudos to Seattle for taking advantage of it. But man, that was that was rough. So it's it's getting close to. Close to a tough. Uh, it's gonna be a really tough year here for the Giants. So, yeah, that was the recap. I think I hit every game. I might have missed Tampa Bay, New Orleans, or yeah. Who cares about that game? Sorry if there's any.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the late John in Georgia would have. Oh, a I know. Big finger, yes, but... R.I.P. Um, yeah,
1: for sure. But but yeah, it... it was a boring game. The Bucks won. I mean, that's it.
0: No, <laughs> seriously, that it was, it was literally. There's literally nothing I could add to that. Yeah. to be fair, like just so. so. Um. Let me comment and a come. I think I don't know if you mentioned this. The Bengals, I am done with them. They they look feeble yeah. right now. I I think so, they're. What do you think, John? Like, do you think there's some injuries and in, like with Burrow and so well, on? Well,
1: Burrow is still hurt. Yeah, know, I thought I, just, I said I don't know why he's still he's still in there. I yeah. get it. Like you want to tough it out, but I mean, at what point are you hurting the team? Like, nothing is just going right with them at all. And you got Chase after the game saying, "I'm always fucking open. I'm always open. I'm always like, it's just there's this." some dis- dysfunction going on there
0: oh sure. yeah it, it, i mean i my only concern my only disappointment is that i didn't catch on to it sooner i feel like i gave him too many chances yeah. like i just lost like three bets this year on them so far <laughs> so bad like uh, yeah but
1: i'm caught on it now this, I'm, <laughs> yeah well this, here's the thing like their favorite again this week at arizona like i don't know like what what based on how the teams have played, like you got to take Arizona with yeah. the home dog spot for sure. But like, if the Bengals even get back to remotely close to like, they're capable, how they're capable of playing, they should win easy. But like, you just don't know when that's going to come.
0: Yeah. And I don't even think it has a whole lot to do with defense or offensive line. It's just that they cannot throw the ball. Like Burrow does not look yeah. right. Yep. Like guys are open. Like he can't get the ball to them right now. Like it's, it's just been so hard to watch. Like,
1: Right, like he has no movement because of the the injury. He's just kind of – he's just kind of, like how Matt Ryan looked last year, just sitting there in the pocket. I literally can't move an inch yeah. like one way or the other. He's like a sitting duck basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be very interesting. You know what else is going to be interesting? Let's go look at this week's action. There is interesting action this week, and I don't think I put the game in there. But even though we've talked about the Panthers and how – it's going to be a long year for Bryce Young and there's going to be a lot of growing to do and how the Lions have looked really good to start the year. They with starting from their upset of Kansas city in week one, and then the beatdown of green Bay, you're like, this team can't lose. This is where the books get you. I feel like there's going to be something very, very sneaky going on in this game. I feel like this is where the lions might let up. The lions are a nine and a half point favorite at the moment. It could be 10 by the time we get the kickoff. So that game's not on this list, but it should be, I think, because I feel like it could be one of those red zone games at Witching Hour or whatever it is. Like, keep an eye on that game. I just feel like you never know. Um, There's the rest of the schedule, John. I'll give it to you for to um, give us a give us a rundown of what's happening in Week Five.
1: Yeah, like some of like Saints Patriots should not be a featured game. Um, Not. This is that's a rough one. Is that where Nance and uh Romo are this week? Um, they, I'm gonna check
0: 6 I'm checking, fi- no, I don't think so. I think they'll be at Raven Steelers. Very, very sure of
1: that. No, you know what? It might be they might be at uh Chiefs and Vikings because that's looks like that might be the late game. Or is it a Fox because um... yeah, you have Eagles Eagle Rams at 405, so I think it's a they, CBS. Late it's,
0: game. A, it's a doubleheader, so then they they will be they would be at Chiefs, which by the way is also not on this chart. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, I put that one on here over Saints and Patriots. That's yeah, gonna that's be fair.
0: Rough. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
1: That's going to be a rough match. Like, I bet the under in that game. That's 40. <laughs> like, I don't. How is either team going to score? Like, that's, that's going to be. That's going to be a rough. I mean, they could score with pick sixes. That's how it goes over. That's how you get screwed on and over in this game. Yeah. With uh, Carr and uh, Matt Jones throwing pick sixes. But, um, yeah. You know what, gave, well, Obviously, we're not. <laughs> We're not talking about the Thursday night game, so forget it. You know, Commanders, Bears, who who cares? Um, But the London game is actually really interesting this week Mm -hmm. with the Jags and the the Bills. Um, Yeah. The interesting quirk here is that the Jags played there last week, so they're staying there. So that has to be a huge advantage for them, like, staying in London and already acclimated to the time zone and to the the stadium and the conditions, whereas the Bills are just getting over there. So definitely – you know, and especially coming off that huge division win too, I think that this could be a Jags play. Um, getting, I think they're getting five and a half points. Like they always seem to play well there, too, with their London games. Mm-hmm. So that, that's going to be a good one. Um, and I definitely would lean the the Jags in that matchup. Um, let's see here for the other one o'clock games. Um, let's go look at them. We have.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Excuse me. I, uh...
1: Yeah, you, you mentioned you know, Carolina and Detroit. I definitely could see Detroit maybe letting down a touch, but. I just can't take Carolina the way their offense has been playing at the moment. Um, I could maybe, I could see Carolina covering maybe somehow, but I, I don't think they're going to win, but Hey, the Lions could always lie in for sure.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, but it, yeah. Seems
1: like, it seems like it's a different lines team.
0: It does. Um, right. Like uh... the
1: Gi- giants playing the dolphins. Like oof, that could, that could get ugly quick. <laughs> that could get ugly real quick. Uh, Don in Miami. Um, And then a sneaky game is the Texans and the Falcons. As we talked about before, the Texans continue their success that they've had so far this year. Desmond Ritter has never lost a home game as a a high school, college, or professional quarterback so far. So that streak is on the line. It's obviously going to end at some point. Is it this week? I don't know. We'll see. The one thing that the Texans do have going for them in this matchup is the Falcons did not take the bye after playing in London. So now they're coming back from london and you know you factor in that jet lag with all the you know preparation like i could see this being a te- uh, the texans being a popular pick here for sure um the way that they've been playing um and that's all i want to mention for the early games i mean you got titans colts a divisional game like that's mm-hmm. coin flip um, oh yeah and then your ravens raven steelers as well um you gotta figure that the steelers are going to Bring their A game. I thought the same. Yeah.
0: Um. I want to just mention before we keep going, like there are three trends that really work for Pittsburgh here: home team getting points, divisional team getting points, and Tomlin as an underdog. I mean, that's that's. There's a lot going that that lends into that. Well, hopefully that pans out.
1: Yeah, like Tomlin as a home dog, like in a division game, like coming off an embarrassing performance, like and especially against the Ravens, like you know they're going to bring it here. Um. The Ravens might win, but it could be like a fourteen to thirteen game. Like this is going to be a like a slugfest. Absolutely for sure. Yeah. Uh, all, all the all their games seem to be like that. I, I did see that Pickett is probably going to play. Am I am I accurate on that, or is it going to be Trubisky? I haven't checked on that yet.
0: I'll have to go. Okay. i yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah.
1: I think I saw that Pickett was in line to play. But Honestly, like, what's the difference between the two at this point? Like, there's really, really not much. I mean, I feel like Mitch maybe can move a little bit better, but. Um, I think they're they're pretty similar, so yeah, that's probably definitely a Steelers play. And then the late window we mentioned the, the Bengals, the Cardinals. Who knows what to do there? I mean, the way the teams have performed so far this year, you got to go Arizona, I think. Um, Denver and the Jets. <laughs> who knows what you're going to get out of Zach Wilson this week? Again, if it's the Zach Wilson we just saw, then yeah, I'll take the Jets for sure. But I mean, who can who can project that? Like it's just a complete unknown. I might just stay away from that game. Um, (laughs) that's such a matchup it's such a matchup what a game what a game (laughs) Um, and
0: yeah Eagles Rams is going to
1: be yeah that'll be a good one Stafford has played well this year I think sitting out last year really helped him like kind of heal (laughs) because he looks good he looks good this year and the Eagles have been they've been vulnerable I mean they're definitely going to win each game on the line of scrimmage which is probably why they'll end up winning this game by the end of it, just because there's so much better on both lines than the Rams. Um, but the Rams will put up a good fight here, definitely. Um, and then the Chiefs and Vikings. I feel like Minnesota is a team that they just, again, they play nothing but one score games. So my lean here would be to take the Vikings with points in, like, kind of a high-scoring game. And, again, the Chiefs maybe win by three or four points. Wow. Um, you think that highly of Minnesota. That is interesting. I don't think they're. I don't think they're a good team. I just mm. think they just they play. They just hang around and play close games every week. I think okay. that's, what, that's what they did. That's what they did last year. That's yep. what they've done so far this year. I mean, I don't see any other mm-hmm. scenario for them. Like they don't really get blown out one way or the other. Um, and then the game of the week is the Sunday night game. Definitely. Dallas and San Fran rematch of the playoff game last year, or the last two years really. San Fran has has eliminated them. Uh, the San Fran offense has just been playing so well going up against that Dallas defense. That's the really uh, one of the best in the league. I mean, granted, they, they've beaten up on the giants and Patriots offenses, but you know, they did struggle in that one game against Arizona. So we'll, this will be another kind of litmus test to see where, where they are as a defense. And honestly, I don't know where to go with this game. I think the spread is right. Like San Fran's favored by like three, three and a half. So it's like the home team basically giving the points. I don't know. This, will, this is a good one to watch for sure. That's a great one. I don't really have a have a great feel on this one. Um and then Monday, Packers are in Vegas, so it'll be a Green Bay home game. Um, <laughs> I wish I was yeah. wish I was there. Uh, unfortunately my my trip fortunately my trip was last month, but I should have I should have planned it out better to be there for this weekend. But uh Packers are getting healthier. I mean, they sh- they should win the game. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're giving a field goal. I, I-, I like them in the spot, but we'll see. But, yeah, mm-hmm. my-, my-, my lean would be Packers to get the win. Their offensive linemen should be coming back. If they can't move the ball and score on this Raiders defense, then there's problems. So, yep. um, I-, I like the Packers. So, yeah, interesting week of action always. You have some buys starting this week, so that'll that'll go for a little bit. But, yeah, we'll – you know other than t- to like tomorrow night is, is just rough <laughs> so other than that like everything else this weekend yeah. is, is is good
0: yeah absolutely right and i mean you love everything about the cowboys 49ers matchup, even down to uniforms like everything about it is just such a great such a great rivalry like it's it's a great historical rivalry and both teams are playing great right now and and both defenses have been looked really good actually i think Niners defense is pretty good too so like it's it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a good one like you said it'll probably be a more of a rock fight i think than one might expect yeah. from this matchup, but it, it shall be a very good game. I'm looking forward.
1: I agree, and I think it's continued this year, like primetime unders. Like, if you go back, like almost every single game in primetime this year has gone under. I'm trying to think of – I know the eagles Vikings game went over, that Thursday night game, but I can't remember any other game like being high-scoring in a, and, yeah. and a primetime game. So it, that's just the way it's gone for, for these, uh, these primetime matchups.
0: Man, I I should have just taken the under in that giant game. That was easy money. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> It's just totally. Been... There it was like huge steam on the over too. Oh, both the Seattle defense isn't great. Like Daniel Jones is gonna, you know, shred shred their deep. Like they they were awful. They were awful. <laughs> it. Like it's just it's. Did get to thirty? <laughs> it's so bad. Twenty four to three. Yeah. Like even yeah, Drew Locke even got in the game and was was doing something. They had that one. It's like a dump off pass to the tight end, and they took it fifty <laughs> yards down the sideline. MetLife
0: Stadium has been a rough place to watch football. I mean, granted, the game on Sunday was good, but I mean, other than that, it just is not.
1: Yeah, it's like the Giants and Jets are in prime time every week. It's just like, <laughs> all right, we've had a, we've had enough of this.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, they need to start flexing that shit now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: let's get let's get rid of them. I know they really can't do it in the first few weeks, but yeah. like, let's. Let's start flexing out the, the the Giants anyway. The Jets at least could be a little bit interesting if mm-hmm. if Wilson starts to play better. But the Giants, yeah. we've seen enough of them. Like yeah, let's put them on the Sunday at one and let's. let's that on. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it.
0: I, um, let me see. I mean, underdogs seem to be the plays for a lot of these games. I mean, the Steelers are a public dog though, so that's the only thing I'm worried about with that I game. I don't like yeah. that, but.
1: Don't like it, but that's the play based on the book, as you said. Like yeah. trends, just the, the spot itself. Like that's the that's the pick.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Vikings. It's just that one of those things where it's like you throw it up there and it's like you don't necessarily expect it to hit. But I really do think that makes sense because I'm going to tell you something, John. The only time I saw the Chiefs' offense look really like 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 fully and competently good the entire game was against the Bears. I think this is more about the Bears and the Chiefs.
1: Right, and they're not even a professional team at this point, so yeah. we, we can't even count that.
0: Yeah, I I I feel I'm very lucky. <laughs> I'm very lucky. I picked the Chiefs for the Survivor Pool this week. Oh, oh wow! My, wow, that was very dicey. That was very dicey. I'm glad I made it through that, but um, it was a tough week to pick a pick a game. Like some of the teams already picked, like Bills. I already. Picked. I'm still
1: alive. I had the 49ers, but the, the problem is, like I the last three weeks I used uh, Bills, Chiefs, 49ers. So I think I just used three of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. So. I don't know where we're going from here at this point. Um, yeah. I pro- I'll probably go with the Lions this week. So I hope okay. I hope your prediction doesn't come true. <laughs> the, right, right. No, Rangers, I understand. Because I want to I stay alive. I mean, they can they can win by, like, three. That's fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, it's funny. I've already picked the Bills and the 49ers and the Chiefs. So I'm in a similar predicament. Yep. <laughs> what do I do? I don't. I mean. I mean, the,
1: the Giants. Uh, so the Dolphins against the Giants and the Lions against the Panthers were, like, the would be the obvious choices this week. I
0: think I would go with the Dolphins, but I'm worried about yeah. the letdowns.
1: Well, but, but they're bouncing
0: back. Well, too. coming off a loss, Coming though, off a loss, coming right?
1: Off, yeah. Coming off a bad loss, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm probably
0: going to go with the Dolphins. Seems like the way to go. Um. Yeah, I mean, nothing more to add from, from my end. I think this is really great. The Texans have been off to a great start. I mean, give them a lot of credit. I'm kind of curious as to whether they're going to have a slip slip somewhere in there. Yeah. Never before has Texans-Falcons been a riveting game, but I think this could be the week. This is going to be a fun Definitely one. That plays
1: intriguing. game. Yeah, yeah, I'll be into that one. And like I said, I think the Sunday morning game is interesting too. Yeah. The Jags and Bills. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I dig it. All right, let's get right to
0: the Ryder Cup. So that's it for NFL. And Ryder Cup, I can't say a lot about it. I was not. I was not like Andy. I did not get up at three in the morning to watch the coverage. So I. I yeah, didn't... I didn't either.
1: So I honestly, I don't know if I can really add a ton. Dave. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I watched like when it was reasonable for me to watch.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So there is a there. There we for what we have assembled for what we were able to see, it looked like a lot of juice. I mean, it still wound up being a pretty convincing win for it, like just from reading it. Uh, for Europe but you but there was a lot of moxie from team USA on sun on on the final round so give them a good credit in that regard but I think the bigger stories were behind the scenes it just seems like you had all this dissension you had guys like quitting you had guys like um, um it's it was really wild especially on the USA side like there's just a lot of stories between the rounds um John so feel free to comment on the weekend that was.
1: Yeah, I mean, Europe won it on the first day, really, because they got off to that huge lead, and the U.S. was just trailing, just in comeback mode from day one, and they couldn't, they couldn't do it. I mean, it was you knew they would, they would get closer, but it was just too insurmountable at that point. Um, You know, they set up the course just to play to the strengths of the European players. Like, it's not your typical like American you know, bomb and gouge, like just hit it as far as you can and then figure out what happens after that. Like there's penalties for missing the fairways. Um and you know, and it played to Europe's strengths. Uh there's some really bad course management scenarios. I don't know like how much I guess prep or practice the US got or, or how they viewed going after some of those holes. Um, you know, and to add to that fact, like the U.S. team, the majority of the team, hadn't played, like, in over a month, like, competitive golf, where you had the Euros playing in tournaments on the European tour, like, right beforehand. So I think that definitely played a factor. I mean, I, you know, people say, oh, it's golf. Like, you're not, you're not going to be rusty. Well, like, it's just, you know, you weren't, even if you're practicing, like, okay, but it's not, like, actual competition, like, you would be playing in a tournament. So I, I think that definitely played a role. And then, yeah, but there just seemed to be, more cohesion obviously with the the euro team and it always seems to be that way especially when they play overseas um but even more so this year i mean zach johnson was just a complete clown as a captain um some of these guys like just did nothing like his some of his son captain's picks and they just didn't seem to, to have any sort of of team mentality and like you know he had the rumors about you know, Patrick Cantley with the hat situation. And then it's just, it was just a mess from the start. So honestly, I'm not surprised. Like we all thought the heroes were going to win. So I hope, I hope people made some, some cash off, off the, uh, overall event anyway.
0: No, no doubt about it. I was actually really curious what the odds were going in. Like, was there heavy juice on, on the Euro side just to win? No, out? they were the
1: slight underdog.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Y'all cleaned up. <laughs> just,
1: wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just it kind of it's kind of crazy, because you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, like the four best players or three best players in the world right now are, you know, McElroy, Rom, and Hovland, uh, And they're all on the European team. And like, those three guys, like, <laughs> pretty much dominated the competition, like, no disrespect to the Sheffler, he's right up there, too. But like the three that are playing the best, you know, McElroy, Rahm and, uh, and Holland, and they're all oh, yeah. uh, on the Euro team. So Absolutely. yeah I, I was, was pretty surprised about that as well but um not the surprise that they were dogs not surprised that they that they ended up winning
0: yeah I mean I can't really add anything further to that I mean it was as, you know just it's just it's a trend that's gone on a long time like you're the European team is so dominant when they play on their in their continent. And it's just more of the same. So you know, maybe you could talk a little bit about the course, but honestly, I don't have much to say about that either. It looked nice. Like I don't really
1: have anything to add. Yeah, it was a real nice course. I mean, Mike probably would have had a better breakdown. And the next time he's on, we can we can go back.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Have some of the scenarios, but honestly, like I said, I I didn't. I mean, I watched when I could, like a little bit in the morning, and then like when it was clinched. But I I wasn't completely engaged, like I I usually would be for like a major or something.
0: Yeah yeah and it's it's completely fair like with the time zone difference that's that's a that's a lot to ask i mean it's even a lot to ask to watch the london game so to watch an entire tournament in yeah that would that it's definitely a lot going on there um i mean we can we can get it we can get it together for the open right in in july but there's nothing else on but here you got everything else on so it's it's a different scenario yeah all right. I think that's about it. I mean, anything else you want to bring up before we go? I mean, I do want to congratulate, speaking of Hovland, I want to congratulate him for the FedEx Tour Championship. That was pretty sweet. Like, that's, you know, I know we've been talking about how he's due for major. He's due for this. He's due for that. That was a nice win. So, I mean, props to him on yeah, that, too. I don't think we
1: told, Yeah, we didn't have, like, a recap or a discussion of the kind of end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Hovland really came into his own. By the end of the year and you know he'll be on the short list to, to win majors next year we've been talking about him for years now like he's got the game he's got like the ball striking the mentality he just needs to get better with his um his short game and he's, he's really figured that out and like look, look, look at the player he's turned into so uh very well deserved and like he just dominated that that tour championship um and winning the, the previous week too when he had that amazing comeback at, at the bmw so mm-hmm. yep. uh certainly like Hovland is is on a just on a heater and we'll see if he can bring it into next year but the masters is uh six months away so we got a ways to go uh, we got some fall golf and then we'll have all the the fun stuff early next year with the you know all the, the tournaments but um yeah that was some really impressive stuff by Hovland the last few weeks of the season
0: yeah definitely and it really sets them up great for the next season the next season too so that, that's really cool and it's coming sooner than you think i feel like we've got some fall events coming we've got
1: yeah there's there's there's, there's like six or seven fall events between now and mm-hmm. i say though i think the last fall event is the week before thanksgiving so yeah there's like six tournaments but it's just you know it, it's good if you're a golf fan you can just kind of put it on the background that's what i do on sundays like i have like two two screens so like i'm mainly focused on football but then like i have all right here's another screen i can just kind of keep my eye on some some golf going Mm -hmm. on um but yeah there's not so many big names playing but hey it's fun to kind of keep your eye on it and then yeah the, the real stuff will start again in um in january
0: yeah yeah absolutely all right
1: well i think that
0: does it for us tonight um and and i hope you're doing well in your pool i haven't checked the standings but
1: yeah you're, I think you're doing okay, Dave. Your dad's having a rough time. So yeah, far. I feel you're, bad for my dad. Bad form.
0: Some bad beats, too, but, you know.
1: Yeah, but, some some of it's, it's rough. It's all the luck of the draw on who you play. So, yeah. like, sometimes you, you know, for, for those who don't know, like, I do a, a, a pool where, like, you pick seven games against the spread a week. But the kind of little, uh, you know, twist to it is that you go against, like, a head-to-head matchup against an opponent. Like, so you mm-hmm. go against someone else's picks. So it all depends on the luck of the draw. Like, you could have... Two winners on the week, but it could be good enough to win if someone right, else right. Yeah. really it does even worse and has like no, no winners. So, yeah, still a long season left, though. So there's, yeah. there's plenty of time to, to make a move. But I, I believe, I think it's like all like uh, old uh, TMF people playing each other this week. Oh,
0: nice. Oh, the, that's uh, that's good.
1: The NFL League. So we have, I think, I think I mean, you might be playing. Let me just do a quick check. I feel I like be, as. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Be... I'm actually yeah, really I think you might be playing. You're either playing or playing Andy or, or Kevin. Let me see here.
0: Junkie's in this yeah, one? I didn't know Junkie was in this is one. That... Who? Wait. Oh, or Ke- or you mean? Oh, no, 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 no. Floyd. Floyd. Sorry. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. 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 I <laughs> yep. Yep. You're
1: cool. playing him and then oh, Andy wow. is playing uh, okay. Yachts. So, yeah. We had some good action this oh, week.
0: Oh, man. We got a good group this year. That's a good. Group. Yeah, I do.
1: We really do. I, I yeah. love everyone's participation. It's, it's a load of fun too. I I, I love doing it. And yeah, it's a fun, fun thing to keep yourself interested in the yeah. football season besides putting lots of bets in. So <laughs> nice of you doing that. No,
0: it's, it's an efficient usage of my, of my, of my, um, of yeah, exactly. so instead of
1: putting that money on like wherever, whatever account, like just put that into the league and yeah. you have at least three months of fun. So. I love it. I, 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 I feel
0: been doing really well in college too, but I'm just so getting the worst luck with the matchups. Oh like,
1: yeah, I have, me too. It's just I, I've had, I haven't had this bad a year in college in, in, in quite a while. You so oh, need, wow. need to turn it around, Dave. Half the season left.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I've I don't think I've had a losing week yet in college. Yeah. Which is really yeah. good because I'm usually really bad at those picks. Like I, I'm very happy. I just need to just keep stay with it. I need to stay with it. I feel like it's a yeah. Lot stay of with fun.
1: your process, and if you win like four or five a week, it's going to turn for you eventually.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, well, John, thank you again for doing this. It's a lot of fun to you break this down, and uh, you know, best of luck. Best of luck with all the action you've got this weekend too.
1: All right. Sounds good, Dave. Uh, we'll see you maybe next week, maybe later in the month, but we'll we'll catch up again. Yeah,
0: for sure. Absolutely. Take care, John. Yeah. All right. See you. See ya. Yeah, John Johnson I mean I, I'm hoping uh, you probably good for next week too I think I, I'm just gonna double check with everybody never completely know what the the baseball playoffs um, let me just catch up on smiles' comment before we go who um, says what I, I would like to see start again from the 50s through 80s each year NFL would play CFL teams against each other in exhibition games NFL teams most of one most of them except for one team I think Toronto beat a lot of NFL. It's an interesting idea for a series, yeah. I mean if they I, I mean they're barely playing they're barely playing preseason games to begin with these days. But if they wanted to sneak one in with a C, with the CFL, it seems like that would be a fun It would be a pretty marketable product. At any rate, thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. This has been the Sandwich Corner. If you if you enjoyed this podcast, feel please please subscribe to us over on all your podcast services. Um and and also we're on YouTube. We you can find us at the sandwich show, our sandwich show channel, Davies eating a sandwich on Twitch tonight. If you're watching us live, we will be back with golf with your friends in just a matter of minutes. And, um, stay tuned as well for, um, for all sorts of fun things to come on our Twitch channel. twitch.tv slash Davey's eating a sandwich for all the live things. Um, and, uh, as mentioned, we should be back next week for another tech corner. We'll get into even more meet with the NFL schedule and college football. Lots more to come. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time.